0: Hey folks, you're listening to an episode of Cultural Lenses, a show about life from the perspective of an Indian man who grew up in the Middle East and is now living in Canada. Cultural Lenses is hosted by Nikhil Chodimela, otherwise known as LR11, or more simply as LR. The theme song of Cultural Lenses was made by good friends of LR, Revelries. You can find them on Spotify and also on Twitter at Revelries Music. And finally, to keep up with LR and all of what he does, make sure you follow him on Twitter at lr eleventh, on Instagram at LR11, and on Twitch, where he occasionally streams at twitch.tv slash LR11. Enjoy the show. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Cultural Lenses. I'm your host, Nikhil Chodimela, otherwise known as LR11 or more simply known as LR. This is Season 2, Episode 15, and today is going to be an episode. Um, I've been thinking about this episode for a while. I, uh, By the way, if if my um, if I get louder just slightly, randomly, it's because I'm holding my mic in my hand. And sometimes we'll just move in and move closer or further away from my mouth. Um, just because I don't have the same setup as I did while I was in Vancouver. And, and now I'm here, I have to make do. So, um, I've been thinking about this episode for a while and I wanted to... Okay. um, I wanted to actually make this a fan house episode. But there was something that I saw recently that got me thinking about a specific topic and the story that i'm about to tell you and this topic just kind of like go very much are essentially the same thing and it bothers me a lot it truly does um and uh, i i just i just wanted to share it um with with all of you um because i also just want to put this out there because i'm just like petty (laughs) I just, I just, I just want to stir the pot for no reason because I, um, because I'm petty. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's really the only reason, but then there is a, there is a moral, there is a reason all of this upsets me so much. Um, so we'll start with the story. Um, this happened this year, actually. Fun fact. So those of you who do know me, uh, those of you who I talk to generally, Will um, obviously know who or what I am talking about, um, and I don't care. I I, re- I really don't. I, I'm not here necessarily to like cause drama or start anything. But there's just some things that that really just really do get under my skin, um, especially when I did. At least I don't think I did anything wrong. Um, but anyways, I, we'll we'll get to discussion post story. But earlier this year, um, you know, living in Vancouver, um, this, the university I went to is very much a computer campus. So people were just coming in and out for for class, right? The, nobody was really sticking around. There, there wasn't really a lot of community building. Uh, we had some school spirit, shores, but there's not a lot of unity, not a lot of, like, things happening. Making friends was also difficult. I found that in Vancouver, people are often very clicky. Um and so I made a friend eventually. Um I learned that she lived in the same city. Um a little bit of a drive for me, not the same city, sorry, the same uh province. Um a little bit of a drive for me. Uh let's call her Henrietta. Um and me and Henrietta, you know, got to know each other uh and we became good friends. Uh truly like I enjoyed talking to her. Um, especially when things were difficult. Um and She, she, she has a rough time of things and she continues to have a rough time of things. Um, yeah, and we, we, we really got along. We understood each other. There was a lot of things that we were able to communicate about. We were able to have a good time together. Um, but we hadn't really ever met in person. And so I finally saw an opportunity where I could go visit her. Um, you know, I said, Hey, listen, I'm gonna, I'm gonna come up for a weekend. Um, because she needed help with something. And uh, I was in a perfect position to be able to help. And also I just needed a break. I needed to change a pace. Um, and and so I did that. I I did that trip. And um, it was like a solid um, two, three hour drive. Uh, one way. And I, you know, I packed up for the weekend. Uh, I was just going to go hang out. Um, help her with the thing that I was going to help her uh, with. And and just come back and, and you know, just do my thing. Uh continuing going on my week. Um and so I got there. Uh, you know, left on a Friday evening, um, got there Friday afternoon, got there Friday evening. Uh and the plan was to come back uh Sunday evening. So I had things to do on on the Monday and stuff. Um and when I got there, she um you know, we sat down, had something to eat, you know, i I'd I'd been driving for a while. I didn't really eat dinner, whatever. We were just catching up, chatting. It was good to see each other. Um, and we were just hanging out. And then she notified her partner who we're gonna call Jonah. Um, that I arrived and I know Jonah. Or at least I thought I knew Jonah. You know, we were we were buds too. Uh spent some time with them, got to know him a little bit <clears throat> Um, and you know we we'd all generally had had a good time. It was at this point that Jonah got very, very upset about the fact that I was there um, and it pretty much soured the whole weekend. Um I finished off what I was doing, uh or at least whatever my plan was, but that night when when Jonah found out, you know i he was very upset, he was yelling at Henrietta. And, um, uh, you know, it was like, why didn't you, why didn't you tell me, how could you do this to me? Um, basically insinuating that, uh, there were, there was some, something going on, um, that was, you know, outside of their agreed upon terms, uh, in, in their relationship. And then I, I had the opportunity to speak to Jonah that very evening, uh, where he was, Uh, you know, upset and having that conversation. And I said, hey, listen, um, I'm just here to help my friend. That's all I'm here to do. Um, I don't know why you you would make this assumption um, or, or, you know, imply whatever you think is happening. I mean, if that were the case, why would Henrietta even tell you that I was here and why would I openly talk to you? But I'm just here to help my friend, and then I'm just going to leave. I just needed to change a pace. This seemed like a decent idea. I just wanted to hang out with my friend. And Jonah was like, you know what? All right, cool. Yeah, no problem. That's that's fine. I'm like, hey, listen, if it really makes you uncomfortable, I can leave. I, I mean, I I don't think I have to or should, but I'm not one to just, you know, mess things up you know, boundary-wise or make people uncomfortable. Whether or not I agree or disagree with something, it's not my piece to interfere with somebody's business. Um, So I said I could leave. He's like, you know what? Don't worry about it. It's okay. It's fine. Um, Yeah, cool. Great. Gave it back to Henrietta. Seemed okay. They patched things up. The next morning, Henrietta gets a text saying, we're done. I can't believe you'd do this to me. And I'm like, okay for me it wasn't too much of a big deal i uh jonah was obviously overreacting to something that he had conjured up in his head and thought up himself um and so that day we just spend doing our normal thing um as we planned where you know i helped her with that uh, uh with what, what she needed help with took her um and we just hung out we spent the day had something to eat um and and it was just good friendshipping. It was really nice for me at that moment in time because earlier this year, I was really going through um, some difficult times. And everybody was. Everybody is still going through difficult times. And so I think it was really nice that there was an opportunity that presented itself between the two of us where we could finally, you know, link up and, and just have, have some nice quality friendshipping. Um, and then it was all soured by this whole experience for whatever reason. Um, and then the next day, there was not much more to do, uh, at that point. Um, so, you know, i hung out, whatever weekend done Sunday. I'm like, you know what? Listen, um, I'm here to help you. It's, it's really shitty what, what, you know, Jonah just did, but like, um, and it makes no sense. I don't, I don't think we did anything wrong, but you know what, um, if you need anything, I'll help you. It's going to be a long drive. Let me just get going while the light's good. And so I left early. And as I was leaving, I started receiving text messages from Jonah. Um, and these were very vile and hurtful text messages because I can deal with people being upset i can i can i can absorb that I can absorb a lot of it uh, but what I will not deal with is being disrespected even if somebody's be, even if somebody's upset um I will not deal with being repeatedly disrespected after I've explained myself and I will not explain myself more than once because i nobody i don't i don't need to if you're not gonna believe me, what believe what I say the first time, why is explaining it gonna make it any better? Um, but the whole issue here was that Jonah was upset that another man was staying over with his um girl. Um, despite the fact that I know knew both of them. Um why would I openly communicate things or just be open about responding to questions or answers if that's what was going on if if because he was essentially implying that I drove all that way um, just to sleep with her and he was also upset that she didn't tell him clearly and whether or not that has any merit, I don't know. I can't speak for um, the actions of somebody else. But regardless, we're talking about a situation here where every party knew each other. And this trip was um, planned and known of. I believe uh, there was uh, it was delayed by a week because I felt sick. And so whether or not that was brought up recently before the trip or just mentioned um apparently it was forgotten that the trip got delayed by a week cuz i was sick and i had to recover because it's covid and i wasn't going to take a risk of of um infecting anybody um but i don't and so this these are some of the texts i'm going to i'm going to read bits and pieces of this you ruined my relationship you stupid fuck were you raised with zero balls are you not a man And then, uh, throughout this, I was just saying, hey, listen, um, I, you know, I, I'm not lying to you, but you have, uh, yeah, sure, I can, I can kind of understand why you might be upset, but, like, li- literally all I did was just go up, help my friend with something, spend some time with her, and then just come back and do my own thing. I just really wanted to see my friend, um, and help her with this one thing, um, and that's it i'm i'm answering your questions uh, we even spoke on the phone i don't understand what the what the big deal is here um and he's like stop um stop uh stop lying uh, it would be uh, it would be better at this point if you just admit what you actually did uh please stop acting innocent i'm like i don't, brother i don't know what you want from me um but you're just really like reaching and you're just fishing for something that you think happened but didn't actually happen. And I don't know, it, it really, it really fucking sucked because I'm, I'm. you know what, I'm, I'm not going to comment on somebody else's insecurity. At least in that moment, I'm going to absolutely fucking comment on it. But what really bothered me at that moment was the fact that this is somebody I called a friend. And I was blatantly disrespected like that despite trying to have a civil conversation. Like, sure, I obviously did something wrong specific to him. I don't think I did anything wrong. But I'd like to have a civil conversation and talk this out. But it was just insult after insult, disrespect after disrespect. And I do not appreciate my character being attacked like that. Um, because I do my best to make sure that the people I meet feel comfortable in my presence and feel safe and feel and feel like they can have a good time and be themselves i do my very best to make sure that i do not give off scummy vibes and if there's even you know or a scummy presence and if there's even a chance that somebody thinks that um after just how good of a person i generally am then i'm i'm no longer interested um Yeah, and and so and so that went down, and then I promptly responded to some of the texts, and I told him that I could keep telling him the same thing over and over again, but like if he's not gonna if he's not gonna listen to me, and and he's still gonna he's still so stuck on and insists that what happened actually happened, then I can't do anything else. And I told him I will not stand for this disrespect. I uh, do not appreciate the way I've been spoken to. It doesn't matter who it is, but I am done and please do not contact me anymore. And I told him to go fuck himself. Um, and then I blocked him, so I got in the last lap. Uh, so he can't respond to anything. And then I proceeded to cut off my relationship with my friend Henrietta. Which made me very sad. Um, because that was a friendship that was beneficial to me at that moment. Very much so, especially over the last couple of years. It was a friendship that where it would there was a symbiosis there. We helped each other a lot, I think. Um. But I tell you that story. Because I'm a petty motherfucker. Um, I, I, I wanna air some dirty laundry. I didn't use real names. Um, but like I said at the start, some people will be very familiar with the situation because I like to talk and I like to work things out. Um in a civil manner. But I tell you that story because there's something that's always bothered me for a long time and I don't know if it's just because I'm different or if I'm insane or if I'm wrong but I feel like a lot of this stems from and I saw a video about this recently that set it off too about like it was a TikTok where this uh, it was a boyfriend and girlfriend this girl the girlfriend calls up and she's like you know what I'm going to see how, how truly loyal your boys are um and then she calls up the boyfriends one of the boyfriend's best friends that you know and then he answered uh recognizing who it was and they chit-chatted for a little bit there was a rapport so they obviously like know each other right and she's like oh do you want to do you want to grab beer and then he's like fuck no i'm not gonna do my boy like that and i'm like i it it is very confusing to me why do you need permission why can't men and women kind of just hang out like and we're talking in like the heterosexual sphere here but why can't men and women just kind of like hang out platonically why must there always be an implication of something more happening it is i've done this for a significant chunk of my life it is very easy to have you know women friends and not fuck them or not think about wanting to fuck them or not attempt to try and fuck them at all moments of your uh, you know waking moment like I can also very easily uh, you know uh, celebrate if I had a female friend who was very sexually empowered right you know um, like suppose they had an only I could very easily gas them up and you know help them celebrate the fact that they're very comfortable in their sexuality in their body but also not wanna fuck them uh you you see comments like that like ah, is this your girl like are you gonna let your girl dress like I'm like it it just boggles my it's 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 just part of that whole vein and this is part of where I'm gonna get rambly and like incoherent because I truly do not understand it if i because I, I feel I feel crazy sometimes talking to other guys um and they talk about how they wouldn't um want their girl to be hanging out with this guy or that guy or their friends, and I'm like, then why do you have those friends?" Better yet, why why are you in a relationship where trust is not a key element? That is that is that is a a a very important foundation for any kind of relationship, be it platonically, be it romantically, be it with a parent, be it with your children, be it with your siblings, uh, your professional, like the people you work with. Trust is a very important factor, but when you like scale it all and throw away all the unnecessary relationships, and you bring it down to. The person that you plan on spending a significant amount of time with, why do you not trust them like why can't they just go out in the world and do their own thing without you having to worry about are they hitting on somebody are they trying to fuck somebody or sucking somebody else's dick? I like I, you know maybe you don't trust other guys that's one thing, but why is it the wh- why <laughs> why is there no trust? That's my main question. My ex did this with me a lot. Um, And some people have called me crazy for just letting her hang out with other guys. And I'm like, well, I trust her. She's never given me a reason that she would ever do anything. And if she does, then that's a different thing. If she does break my trust and violate my trust in that way, then I'm not spending more time with her from that moment on. But she's never given me a reason to doubt her. And so she can, yeah, she can go hang out with, sure, yeah, I know she works with four guys and they're just going to go for beers after. I trust nothing's going to happen. Because I've entered into this, you know, partnership, in this relationship with somebody where they're going to do their own thing, I'm going to do my own thing, and then there's, a, there's, a, there's an overlap of our lives that we spend together. I cannot police and look after somebody else's life and live my own life. They have to live their own lives um yeah that's what that's what really fucking sucked apart from losing two friends is the fact that i I, it felt like we needed permission to hang out i and it it, it's fucking mind-boggling i'm not like i still can't believe it to this day mostly because like i you know it is it is it is a uh, different kind of grief absolutely but i did lose a friend and I've tried to communicate, but then, uh, you know, to reconnect, but then the it's not been the same because obviously they got back together. So that entirely cut me out of the picture. Because in a ridiculous situation where I was just doing my best to help, I got cut out. yeah um i don't know but it's never going to stop me from from continuing to try and help people and do what i can where i can despite the fact that these things are going to happen now like when when things like this happen it just knows the kind of people like it just helps me know the kind of people that i don't want around uh, where i'm like all right yeah okay cool now that you've shown me how you actually act you can actually eat a bag of dirt and never talk to me again because I do not want that energy around me. Which is why initially I stopped talking to Henrietta because I'm like, okay, I do not, because by proxy, I'm going to now have your, uh, Jonah's fucking eyes staring daggers into the back of my skull from wherever the fuck he lives. And I'm never going to be able to rest easy. I will never be able to say anything even remotely funny because all of a sudden he's going to think we're flirting and then that's it, we're banging. Like, we're fucking e-fucking dating and e-fucking. I'm like, uh. Eh. I don't need that. I don't need that energy. I don't want that energy, especially not out of the year I've had, especially not out of the year everybody's had just to make it simple, just to protect my own sanity, protect my own energy and protect myself. I cut them out and it sucked, but it was some of the best, most empowering shit I've done this year because I'm not going to let people do have any control over me like that. Yes, me talking about it probably means that there's still some control, but this is just me sorting through my feelings and sorting through understanding why there's this, like, lack of trust and, like, you know, men in committed relationships shouldn't be hanging out with other women and women in committed relationships shouldn't be hanging out with other men and your boys have to have your back. Like, if my, you know, if if, if Vlad or Brandon or Paul, these are the people I'd fucking die for, you know, I love them so much. If one of their partners ever called me up and was like, "Hey, you want to hang out?" Absolutely. I love the man that you are currently seeing. I would it would make me would make my heart so happy to be able to get to know you better so that I can I can so we could like all be friends together. I don't understand it. I don't understand why there's no why there's such a strong like you know, like there's no there's no possible way of people to be platonic friends. And I've I've been very grateful. I wanna wrap this all up in, in a very nice way. I've been very grateful. Um, or very lucky, very fortunate to have found a group of friends and a community that that shares my views. Uh, where they understand that you there's the like you can it doesn't matter who or what you are, or what you identify as or what parts you have. You can just hang out to be friends without wanting to fuck or like objectifying people. Um, and, and, and that's really helped because I made new more friends. You know, I, I don't want to use the word replacements, but it's really helped fill in that kind of. Space or that void where I was just struggling to understand what just happened to me. I have some really cool friends I really do and there's so many people I could thank for it I'm not going to list out the people but I have some really cool friends and I'm very thankful and very grateful but at the end of the day I just wanted to do this episode because I just don't understand whether I'm crazy or other people are crazy or is this part of this some patriarchal societal construct that we have to work on like breaking and working through and like re-educating But like I also just wanted to be petty. I just wanted to like actually just get the story out there. Um, I don't know about telling my side. I don't care about telling my side. I don't care what people on the internet think about me. I really don't. I don't care what people in general think about me unless they're like the people closest to me. Um, And even then it's like I can't help and I can't control what they think of me. So the best I could do is just explain my side once. And and not again, I'm not about to apologize more than once or explain myself more than once because that's a waste of energy and that's a disservice to me and the boundaries that I'm setting. Because I believe if you're in a situation where you have to like explain yourself more than once, um, you start giving away some of the powers of that situation. Um, or like you give away some of your power over that situation. Yeah, that's the episode. I hope you enjoyed that rant. I feel like that was... I, I wasn't sure how that was going to turn out, but I really enjoyed <laughs> doing that. So um, Fan House is not yet open because I'm still dealing with the stuff there. But, um, but thank you very much for listening as always. Um, next week, I have no idea what we're going to do next week, but hey, enjoy a uh, back-to-back uh, episode, uh, you know, one week after the other consecutive week episode release. Um, I, I'm, I'm doing my best over here. I'm, I'm struggling, but I'm doing my best. Um, I appreciate you all. As always, thank you very much for listening. Thank you for very much listening to my rant. Thank you for very much listening. English is hard sometimes. Um, I got a 8.5 on my IELTS academic speaking test out of 9. Yay. Um, Please wear a mask. Stay safe. Wash your hands. uh, Tell a loved one that you love them. Or just say something nice or do something nice for somebody. And I will catch you all later. Bye-bye.